on this week's show, Dynamite is Everywhere, BTS to play NPR, and more. this week for the week ending September 20th, 2020. I'm Carrie, aka BTS Mama Bear, and I'm your host. It's been an awesome week. I hope you've had an awesome week. All kinds of news about Dynamite again this week. So let's go ahead and get started with the data drop. In the Soup BTS version, episode four, behind the scenes photos were released earlier this week. Also, the behind-the-scenes video for Episode 4. Both of these were posted up on Weverse. These are video-on-demand, so you have to buy the package in the Weverse shop to be able to see it. But if you have, you can follow the links in the show notes at btsthisweek.com. Also, in the soup, BTS version Episode 5, Back to the Forest, was released this week. Of course, in the previous um, episode, the guys had to go uh, back to Seoul. And in this episode, episode five, they're coming back to the forest to finish out their break time. Learn Korean with BTS episode 28, Please Look Forward to It, was released earlier this week. And in this episode, we are learning how to request something. This is available on Weverse. This is actually a free video for you to to check out. Link in the show notes. On YouTube this week, BT21 released another playlist, and they call this one the Rainy Garden ASMR. And it's um, basically a nice nice video with some relaxing rain sounds for you to kind of chill out to. So definitely check that out. On to the charts for this week. On the Billboard charts for the week ending September 19th. On the Billboard 200 album chart, Map of the Soul 7 was number 56. And Love Yourself Answer, number 141. On the Billboard Top Album Sales chart, Map of the Soul 7 was 9. Map of the Soul 7, The Journey, number 38. Map of the Soul Persona, number 39. Love Yourself Answer, number 54. Love Yourself Tear re-entered the chart at number 65, and Love Yourself Her re-entered at number 88. Of all the albums that were not re-entries this week, those went up in the chart listings. On the Billboard Hot 100 this week, Dynamite, after two weeks at number one, has fallen down to number two, but that is still 
the best third week result for a BTS single. So this is awesome. Number two, nothing to sneeze at. It's the third week in a row, been in the top two. It's very good. So definitely keep streaming, though. Try to repeat it. But number two is still awesome result. On the digital song sales chart, Dynamite was number one this week. On the Pop Songs Radio Airplay Survey chart, it was number 16. It's been on that chart for four weeks. Now, there's two new charts that Billboard has introduced this week. It's called the Global 200 and then the Global Excluding U.S. So this is supposed to... um, reflect the popularity of songs worldwide rather than just in the United States. One thing to keep in mind, though, that currently this is only going to reflect Apple Music, YouTube, and Spotify, you know, these worldwide platforms. So if you're using a a national-specific Streaming service like uh, India has Ghana. Um, there's you know Line Music in Japan. These are not in the global chart yet. Now Billboard says they're working to include those, but so far they're not included. So if you want your streams to count for these two charts, and you're not in the United States, you need to use YouTube or Spotify or Apple Music. And granted, those are not available everywhere in the world. But on with these two charts. So this is the first week, uh, the Global 200. That includes all countries, including the United States. Dynamite, number two. Boy With Love featuring Halsey, number 194. On the Billboard Global, excluding the U.S., Dynamite, number two as well. Boy With Love featuring Halsey, number 125. And Stay Gold, number 181. On the Billboard Social 50 this week, BTS was number one for the 196th week, and it's their 205th week on the chart in total. Side note, TXT number 11. On the Billboard Artist 100 this week, BTS was number one again, and that's a record-extending ninth week. On the Billboard World Album Charts, seven is number one, answer number three, Seven, The Journey, number four. Persona, number seven. Tear, number ten. And Her, number thirteen. Side note, TXT's The Dream Chapter Eternity, number five. On the World Digital Song Sales Chart this week, Filter, number six. My Time, number seven. Euphoria, number fifteen. And Boy With Love featuring Halsey, number twenty-three. Reason Dynamite's not on that chart? It's because it's in English. On the Billboard Hot 100 this week, Dynamite is number 12. And then on the Japanese Hot 100 singles this week, Dynamite was number 2 and Stay Gold number 34. On the Rolling Stone charts for the week ending September 17th, on the Top 200 album chart, Map of the Soul 7 was number 159 with 5,000 album units. Top 100 songs, Dynamite was number 19 with 61.1 thousand song units. On the Artist 500, BTS was number 27 
with 28.2 million song streams. On the UK charts for the week ending September 24th, on the UK album sales chart, 7 was number 65. On the UK singles chart, Dynamite was number 21. On the singles sales chart, it was number 32. And on the singles download chart, it was number 31. On the Amazon US charts for September 20th, check those at about 1 p.m. On the Amazon US bestsellers chart, 7 was number 81. And on the US bestsellers of 2020 so far, it was number one. It's been number one ever since it's been released. On the new releases chart, School Love Affair Special Edition, number 61. On the Amazon Digital Bestsellers in Songs Top 100 Pay chart, Filter is number six, My Time, number seven, Euphoria, number eight, Dynamite, number 11, Dynamite Slow Jam Remix, number 20, Dynamite Midnight Remix, number 23. Dynamite Bedroom Remix, number 26. Dynamite Retro Remix, number 27. Dynamite Tropical Remix, number 40. Dynamite Instrumental, number 72. Dynamite EDM Remix, number 77. And Dynamite Acoustic Remix, number 99. If you haven't heard of some of those remix ones before... Hold on, we're going to talk about it in the news. And on the Amazon Digital Bestsellers of 2020 so far, Songs Chart, Filter was number one, My Time, number four, Dynamite, number 11, On, number 29, Dynamite Instrumental, number 47, On, featuring Sia, number 67, and the Dynamite Acoustic Remix, number 82. On the YouTube charts for the week ending September 17th, on the Global Top Songs chart, Dynamite was number 2, and on the U.S. Top Songs chart, it was number 11. On the Global Top Music Videos chart, Dynamite Official Music Videos, number 2, Dynamite on America's Got Talent, number 77, Blueberry Eyes, that was our intro song this week, Max featuring Suga, a.k.a. Yungi number 85, and Dynamite B-Side, number 91. On the U.S. Top Music Videos chart, the Dynamite official music video was number 22. On the Global Top Artist chart, BTS was number 5, and on the U.S. Top Artist chart, they were number 21. Over the past seven days on YouTube, BTS has had 279 million global plays, The top country view-wise, Indonesia with 29.7 million. And the top song view-wise, Dynamite with 83 million. This week, big hit labels passed 44 million YouTube subscribers. Yay! And there's quite a few, few milestones this week. Boy With Love featuring Halsey has passed 950 million views. It is the second video of BTS's to reach this milestone. Fake Love has passed 770 million. Blood, Sweat, and Tears, 630 million. Dope, 590 million. Save Me, 520 million. Dynamite, 
370 million. Black Swan, 170 million. Dechita, 140 million. I Need You, original version, 80 million. Map of the Soul Persona, 70 million. And that is not the album, that is actually the song by Namjoon. Forever Rain, 20 million. Dynamite Audio, also 20 million. And Blueberry Eyes, 9 million. Like Milestones on YouTube this week, Dynamite has passed 18 million likes. It is the fastest music video um, in YouTube history to reach that milestone. And Dechita has passed 8 million likes. It's the fastest music video by a Korean solo artist to reach this milestone. It used to be Psy, but Yungi went way past. Psy took 522 days to get 8 million likes for uh, Gangnam Style. But for Dechita, Yungi only took 116 days. On Spotify for the week ending September 17th. On the Spotify Spotify? Excuse me. On the Spotify Global 200 Weekly, Dynamite's number four, and Boy with Love featuring Halsey is number 185. On the Spotify US 200 Weekly, Dynamite is number 12. Now, usually this is a point in time where I say the country that came in second after the United States in listeners for the last episode. But actually, this country came in first for listeners for last week's episode, beating the United States. So, what country would that be? That's it. It's India. So, Spotify India 200 Weekly. Dynamite, number one. Boy With Love featuring Halsey, number 56. On, number 104. Stay Gold, number 161. And Fake Love, number 196. BTS has surpassed 30 million monthly listeners on Spotify, which is amazing. Also, August D, a.k.a. Yungi, has passed 3 million monthly listeners, making him the only male K-pop artist to do so. And Spotify has created a playlist for Young. Not sure why. Maybe because there's a mixtape coming? I don't know. I do know that the vast majority of the playlist is BTS songs because Young only has like two solo songs out. So maybe that means there's a mixtape coming soon. He has been he has been teasing it a lot on In the Soup. So I wouldn't be surprised. But there'll be a link in the show notes to the new playlist. So, follow it, and maybe you'll find out about a mixtape sooner rather than later. All right, stream milestones on Spotify this week. The new tracks on Map of the Soul 7 have passed 1 billion streams. Map of the, uh, Map of the Soul, sorry. Boy With Love featuring Halsey has passed 510 million. Spring Day, 200 million. Map of the Soul 7 The Journey, 200 million. Go Go, 180 million. 
Dynamite, 170 million. Microcosmos, 120 million. Serendipity, full length edition, 100 million. This is uh, the 40th song, I believe, of BTS's to exceed 100 million streams. That so makes them the first group to have 40 songs reach this milestone. Tear, 90 million. Sweet Night, 60 million. Ego, 40 million. Bad Bye, 20 million. And POP, 20 million. On SoundCloud for the week ending September 20th. On the most played pop songs, All Countries, Still With You, number one. 10,000 Hours, number three. Winter Bear, number nine. Scenery, number 14. Four O'Clock, number 17. Tonight, number 18. And Euphoria, DJ Swivel Forever Mix, number 41. And on the most played pop songs, U.S. chart, Still With You, it's number 41. Social metrics for BTS for the week ending September 19th from Next Big Sound. Twitter mentions there were 14.8 million. That was down a big chunk from the previous week. Now, maybe it's because didn't have a number one song. But again, number two is awesome. So definitely we need to get mentions up. Retweets, 4.3 million. That was way down. That was down almost 50% week to week. Definitely need to retweet. Even if BTS doesn't tweet anything new, go and search their old tweets. Retweet those. Twitter followers. There were an additional 183,000 followers for a 29 million total. Um, That is a new... A new milestone, of course, 29 million, even though the additional followers kind of went down week to week. Facebook page likes, there were 36,000 additional Facebook page likes for a 12.07 million total. That also went way down week to week. Wikipedia page views, 61.6 thousand. That's an awesome number. Um, That was actually up. Week to week. And then Song Kick followers, there were an additional 1475 for a 511.5,000 total. And that was up almost 29% week to week. We had quite a few new Bang Tang TV videos this week. And I'm just going to go through them really quick. First one was the BTS Universe story. It was, um, I think, about 10 minutes long. Uh, a trailer, I don't know if you can call it a trailer if it's 10 minutes long, uh, for the game. The game comes out this week. So, link to that in the show notes, btsthisweek.com. The next video to come out was a Bang Tang Bomb uh, called v- <laughs> Vianist Recital. It's basically uh, Young playing piano. The next video... BTS Break the Silence, the movie concept teaser. It was a new teaser for the movie. Um, the movie has uh, been released in about, half, I guess, about half the countries that are going to show it. And then on the 24th will be the additional uh, countries that are going to show it. I'm still hoping for 
streaming online sooner rather than later. We shall see. The next video, uh, Jungkook did about, uh, I think, three minutes. That was not, it wasn't live streamed. It was pre-recorded. And the vast majority of it was muted. He's recording something. Don't know what yet. Maybe he's got a mixtape coming soon, too. That's another one that keeps teasing about a mixtape. Next video is a Dynamite Stage Cam from the iHeart Radio Music Festival. Uh, we're going to talk some more about the iHeart Radio Music Festival, uh, the set that they played. But this is a stage cam of the f- just the song Dynamite, which was the first song they performed. Speaking of Dynamite, uh, the next video is a 70s remix movie, uh, music video. If you're around my age, you might remember a show on VH1 called Pop-Up Videos. And it's where they would, have a, they would play videos, but then they would pop up graphics that had facts about the video. Well, this is kind of like that. It's, a really, it's really neat, so definitely check that out. Link will be in the show notes. Two more videos uh, was, were released this week. The, the next one is another one from Jungkook. Um, this one was a longer video, but it was still pre-recorded, and still big chunks of it were muted. Still don't know what he's recording. Maybe it's a mixtape. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But he's definitely trying to keep it kind of secret, but not really. Maybe it's recording the new album. I don't know. He did mention something, or someone in the video mentioned something about Jen. So either Jen's going to be a guest artist on JK's mixtape, or they're talking about the new BTS album. And then finally... Uh, the Dynamite at Today City Music Series video was uh, posted on Bangtang TV. Um, it had been posted previously on the Today Show YouTube channel, but obviously BTS, uh, Big Hit has gotten the rights to that video, and now they have posted it on the Bangtang TV channel. So that is awesome. Some Extra data points this week. Uh, Worldwide sales numbers. Map of the Soul 7, 6.1 million copies. Over 6.1 million copies have been sold worldwide. And Persona is now at 4.5 million. So lots of sales this year. Um, I know the goal talked about on Twitter for the album that tentatively is coming out in November. Uh, people want to get 7 million in pre-orders. I think we can get 7 million in sales. I don't know. I mean, pre-orders would be awesome. But um, I think Map the Soul 7, we could by the end of the year have 7 million sales for that album. That would be incredible. Also this week, um, on Instagram, BTS now has 30 million followers on Instagram. As we said before, they now have 29 million on Twitter. Um, Not only that, 
uh, Twitter released a trend report, and what they did was they looked at the artists who were the most tweeted about during uh, the last six months of quarantine. And who was number one? Of course, it's BTS. Awesome. (sighs) And another thing, on Twitter, on the 19th of September, so that was yesterday, they released the number of followers for each account. Uh, the most followed accounts on Twitter for the previous 24 hours. So that's 18th to the 19th. Number one in Hypen members, if you don't know who that is, that is the name of the group that was formed on the Island Show. Uh, BTS and uh, TXT uh, appeared on the finale of the show on Friday, and the group. Uh, the final seven members were were chosen, and so the the most followed account in the twi- that twenty four hour period was the member account for Enhypen. The, the number two was the official main group Twitter. The number three was BTS Big Hit. Number four BTS members or TWT. And then the fifth was TXT Big Hit. So, in a 24-hour period, the top five most followed Twitter uh, most followed Twitter accounts were Big Hit label accounts. So that's pretty awesome. On TikTok, BTS has passed 20 million followers. Not only that. JK is like the most, his hashtag is the most shared hashtag on the platform. He doesn't even have his own account. And he is the most followed hashtag. So that's pretty awesome. On iTunes this week, uh, Chicken Noodle Soup, feature, uh, which is J-Hope featuring Becky G. And also Dejita by Augusty, a.k.a. Youngie, have both reached 100 number ones on iTunes. Uh, in the case of Chicken Noodle Soup, it's the first collaboration to reach uh, the 100 number one milestone. And De Chita, now that it's reached 100 number ones, um, it makes Augusty the first um and so far only male soloist in iTunes history to have both an album and its lead single both reach 100 number ones. So that's awesome. Spring Day, the Queen, has now reached 500,000 likes on Melon, and it is the first song in Melon history to receive that many likes. So, congratulations. It was announced this week that the Asia Game Changer Awards are going to uh, recognize BTS at their next awards ceremony, which is October 22nd. They have uh, been awarded this for, and this is a quote from their website, 
for raising their voices and inspiring their huge global audience to stand against any form of discrimination. So that's pretty awesome. Congratulations, BTS. I have two articles to recommend to you, but they're not really articles uh, for you to check out this week. The first one is another interview video by uh, Brian Patrick Byrne. This time he is interviewing Christina, who is a 68-year-old best-selling author and an army, and who um, is talking about how parents should not uh, discourage their children from listening to BTS's music. So there'll be a link to the YouTube video in the show notes. And then the second thing I'd like you to check out this week is an episode of the Spotify For The Record podcast. They've done an entire episode on BTS, and the title of the episode is BTS, The Band, The Brand, and The Army. And so basically, they talk about the band, um, they talk to the guys, and then they talk to uh, Time Magazine journalist Cat Moon about BTS and ARMY and, you know, how BTS and ARMY interact and go forward and push the BTS brand. So, on to the news. First story. New Dynamite video and remixes are released. Now, as I mentioned earlier... There was a new music video released this week. It was called The 70s Remix. It was that video that I talked about that was kind of like pop-up videos from uh, old VH1. It's an old VH1 show. And it's it's really cool because, like I said, all these facts um, pop up uh, about the video and about BTS. There's also a lot of really neat graphics. And it's just a really, it's a really cool video. It's probably, for me, I think, I still like the B-side one the best, but this is probably my second favorite. But we still have, we still have one more video scheduled to come out. And that comes out at the end of this next week. And that's a a choreography music video. So they're saying it's at a secret location. So that's all we know about it so far. So we're, we're expecting at least one more video. But not only that, this week um, they released a new set of remixes. So not just a remix, but a set of remixes. The original ones um, were renamed the daytime version. So the album with all the original remixes, which would be Dynamite, the instrumental, acoustic, EDM, Tropical and Poolside were renamed the daytime version. And then a new Dynamite album called the nighttime version was released, which of course also includes Dynamite and the instrumental, but then it includes four new remixes, Slow Jam, Midnight, Retro, and Bedroom. And these were all meant to kind of be more soothing for the nighttime, you know, when you're trying to wind down and go to sleep. Um, 
I mean, they're good. They're all good. I think the thing is that dynamite is too, even with the the different mix of the of the 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 song. The song is still too peppy to kind of wind down to, but the remixes are still pretty good. So uh, I'll definitely have a link to both of those, the renamed original and then the nighttime version from Spotify and Apple Music in the show notes. I think this may be it for remixes. I mean, we've got, I think, 10 now. 10 versions of the song. Um, so I, I, I don't expect there to be any more remixes, but you never know. You know, Little Nas X had how many? A bunch. So we may see some more. You never know. But there is one more music video that is scheduled for release. It's supposed to come out the 26th, which is um, six days from now. And it's supposed to be released at 9 a.m. Uh, Korea Standard Time. So that'll be, you know, middle of the night. Uh in the U.S., but still, one more video, and if it's anything like the uh, some of these um, performance videos that they've put together for different shows, should be awesome. Speaking of which, on to our next story. BTS stuns with dynamite performances. So, BTS performed on two different shows this week. The first one was America's Got Talent. They have uh, performed on the show before. Uh, Last time they performed in person. This time, of course, because of the pandemic, they did a virtual performance. And they uh, performed, it was, um, I think, the first half of the America's Got Talent um, finals. And so basically there's this uh, amusement park called Everland Amusement Park. And there is a part of the park called American Adventure. And it has, you know, it looks kind of like a fairground from the United States. And then maybe a, a diner and, a, you know, it's, it's just, you know, just a little section of the, the park that's supposed to be, you know, American themed. So they did the performance uh, going through this part of the park. And it was awesome. It was really good. Um, they had, you know, some fireworks and some, you know, some flames. I know there's another word for that, but I can't think of it right now. Um, just like, like a really, this was so much better than the VMAs of her performance. Um, I think, cause there was some talk about the fact that the VMA performance was supposed to be different, but it had rained and they couldn't do it. Maybe that's what this was supposed to be originally, was the VMA performance. But America's Got Talent performance, so good. Um, There was even an article on CNN talking about how good the performance was. So I'll link to it in the show notes. Uh, As you heard when I talked about the YouTube charts, it counts towards YouTube streams, you know, the, the charts, which... I didn't know it would. So that's pretty cool. Um, and obviously, it's a popular video because it's it made the charts for the week. Then, um, 
later on this uh, in the week, which was uh, I believe Friday, was iHeart Radio uh, Festival. It was the first day of the festival, and again because of the pandemic, everything had to be done virtually. So BTS um, produced a video. Um, but it instead of just being dynamite, it was a four song set. It was um, dynamite, make it right, the original version. I know there's a lot of people that aren't fans of make it right. I happen to love the song, especially the original version. Then they performed Spring Day, as I talked about earlier. You know, a lot of their performances lately they have they have done Spring Day, and it is such. A pretty song. Um, and of course, anytime they perform it, it's just awesome. And then finally, they did Boy With Love. So, um, the sets, there was... Uh, some <laughs> if you just heard my dog, I apologize. I think I say that every week now. Um, but... <laughs> but... Uh, there was some discussion on uh, Twitter that if you watch the video, the sets are kind of like, kind of like, one set looks like an old gramophone, and then is there's a boombox, and then, you know, by the time you get to Boy with Love, it looks like CDs, and uh, then part of it, uh, the video, there's a uh, a section of the screen. That's all these points of purple light. And so I think it's supposed to be Army. So that's pretty cool, too. So excellent performance for iHeartRadio. Um, they did a really good job. Um, and, of course, they were the headliners. I mean, they closed the show. They headlined over Coldplay. And, I mean, you know, I know there's a lot of people that don't like Coldplay. I think they're okay. Uh, but, you know... They're a huge name, and BTS played after them, headlining. So that's pretty awesome. So next story, more about Dynamite. Uh, Dynamite continues to exceed expectations. The, the sales of Dynamite have been amazing in the United States. So we are now, you know, into the fourth week, it has already sold a million units, over a million units, which means that Dynamite is already eligible for a platinum certification in the United States. Ha, you know, that is just amazing. Um, the sales on the digital uh, chart, um, you know, on the song sales chart, Dynamite's been number one for three weeks in a row. They've had uh, the third, the three biggest sales weeks of the year uh, for Dynamite. I think it was week one, week two, and week three or the top three sales weeks of 2020. And of course, as we talked about, it's number two on the Hot 100. Um, on also on the Global 200 and the Global 200 excluding U.S., also at number two. Number two on uh, the Billboard Japanese Hot 100. Um, it's getting airplay in the U.K. It's getting airplay in the United States. Um, 
if you look at the radio play uh, media base, uh, the week ending September 19th uh, on the seven-day rolling report, on the top 40 chart, uh, Dynamite's number 15. It just keeps keeps going up every week. goes up. Uh, this week, it had uh, a little over 6,400 spins, uh, audience of almost 20, 25 million. Uh, the top uh, the top markets were WC, uh, uh, not W, I'm sorry, KCRZ in uh, Visalia, California, and uh, WPOI uh, in Tampa, Florida. BTS is also getting picked up on Hot Ace, uh, Adult Contemporary Radio. They're 23 on the chart this week. Again, that's up from the previous week. Um, 683 spins don't sound like a lot, but it's a lot considering how much BTS's songs have been played previously. Uh, in the hot um, adult contemporary market, uh, the, the top markets are uh, KVGS in Las Vegas and WKRQ in Cincinnati. So still doing really well on radio. Um In Korea, it has spent 600 hours at number one on Melon uh, and 700 hours at number one on Flow. They're the first idol group to have that many hours since the Flow chart was created. Flow chart. Also, like I said, 600 hours on Melon. They have, it has now become uh, the number one song for 2020 on that chart by an uh, an idol group. And what song did it pass on by BTS? Also, Dynamite has 460 perfect all kills. It is now the song with the most perfect all kills in the history of the Korean digital charts. It's just amazing. Uh, it had three wins this week. Um, on Dion, is still number one uh, for the third week. And it's just really done really well in Korea, which, you know, there was some, you know, doubt as to how it would do in Korea um, because it's in English, but it is done Really, really well. Um, also, on Spotify, Spotify um, released a report this week, and it said that there has been a huge spike in first-time BTS listeners since Dynamite was released. Um, they said it's a 300% increase uh, in the number of people listening to BTS on Spotify. Not only that, um, in the in the last thirty days, so in the last month, there were a hundred million unique listeners for K-pop, and half of those, half of those were for BTS. So that is just outstanding. So there's no doubt you cannot look at all these numbers and look at all this information and not see that dynamite is this song of the year in lots of markets. 
not just the United States, not just Korea, worldwide. I mean, it's still charting in the UK. It's charting in Ireland. Um, you know, it's really doing well. And I don't, I don't see that there's an end in sight. Definitely not in Korea. It's still, you know, getting perfect all kills and still number one on the hourly charts. Um, you know, don't know what it'll be on the Hot 100 when we find out those numbers on Monday. But, you know, if it's top 10, I'll be thrilled to death. Um, you know, I know some people are like, oh, we want it to go back to number one. And that would be awesome. That would be so awesome. But if it's top 10 for a four, four weeks in, top 10, there's just, there's just, you just can't ask for more. It's just amazing. Just amazing. So definitely another great week for Dynamite. I'm sure next week we'll be talking about it a bunch too. But again, awesome week. Awesome week for Dynamite. On to the next story. The Max Youngi collaboration has been released, and it is awesome. It was the intro song. Uh, we didn't get to Youngi's verse because I'd pretty much have to play the entire song, um, and I don't know that that would be good for fair, the uh, copyright fair use, but the song is awesome. Love the song. It is so pretty. And the video was also released. Um, it uh, is basically him and his wife. And they start out in a tub of blueberries. And it just gets more adorable from there. As an absolutely adorable video. I do not want to ruin it for you if you have not seen it. Because there's a nice little, you know, tribute to Youngie in the video. And I don't want to ruin that for you if you haven't seen it. Um, of course, there'll be a link in the show notes, btsthisweek.com, where you can, you know, go watch the video on YouTube. Definitely do that, by the way, because like I said, it's super adorable. Um, the video, uh, at the time of recording, 9.4 million views, 1.4 million likes. Um, in the first 24 hours, it had 4 million views and 1 million likes. So it did really well, first 24 hours. Um, and again, really, really pretty song. Um, the, the verse that, that Youngie does, um, Max and his wife learned the Korean and they actually, um, tweeted a video later on in the week, uh, of them, uh, doing Youngie's verse, which is really cool. Uh, Max has done a lot of interviews this week because his new album is out and in all of them, he's had nothing but Wonderful things to say about Youngie. Um, just really, it looks like a really good friendship between those two. You know, when we talk about Halsey and Halsey being very supportive of the group and being a genuine friend of BTS, I feel like, you know, just from listening to Max talk, uh, reading the interviews that he's done, that he is another just genuine friend of Youngie and of BTS. Uh, Blueberry Eyes went uh, number one in uh, at, at least 62 markets. It may have done more by now. Um, performed really well. 
on iTunes. Uh, we'll have to see what the charts look like uh, later on this week. Um, definitely, if you're if you're making uh, playlists to stream Dynamite, definitely add Blueberry Eyes to that um, because again, you know, it's a Yungi song, so it's still BTS it's still BTS related. So definitely add it to your playlists. Um, but excellent song, great work by the guys. Um, and in one of the uh, interviews that Max did, he um, talked about basically sending Yungi the entire album and said, tell me which song you want to be on. And he never expected him to pick Blueberry Eyes. Um, but he did because this song, you know, Max wrote this song for his wife. And, you know, they're expecting their first child uh, by, I think, I want to say in October. So, I, I, you know, they're, you know, soon to expect their first child. Um, and then Yungi does this verse where he, you know, he's singing it to ARMY. So, such a great song. Such a, you know, Dynamite's a real peppy, uplifting song. This one is a real happy song and, and makes you feel good, too. So, you know, definitely take a listen, watch the, the adorable video, add the song to your playlists, because it really is a great collaboration. They did really well on this song. So congratulations to Max and the Youngie on the new song, because it is awesome. Next story, BTS delivers Youth Day speech. Uh, we kind of didn't get a heads up on this until the last minute. But, basically, they had uh, the first annual Youth Day in Korea. And this was on Saturday. And it was held, uh, this uh, ceremony was held at Blue House. If you don't know what Blue House is, it's kind of like the White House in the U.S. Blue House is, you know, where the president of Korea lives. Um and so, BTS was asked, and they accepted, you know, the president asked you to do a speech, you do a speech. And they appeared, and all seven members took part in the speech. It was really, it was, it made me think a lot of, of their um, 2020 graduation speech. It reminded me a lot of that. Um, it talks about where they've started, where they've you know, run into maybe some some difficult times and how they've persevered through that and are now, you know, doing great. You know, they've got the number one song in the United States for two weeks. And and just a, it was a really good speech. It, like I said, it reminded me a lot of the 2020 graduation speech. Um, there's a, there'll be a link in the show notes to the speech and it's, um, English subtitled. Um, in addition to giving the speech, they also gave a present to, um, I guess the, the, the government, but it's, it's basically a time capsule. It's a big purple box time capsule that on the 20th Youth Day, 
which will be 19 years from now, um, that's when it's supposed to be opened. So that's 2039 is when it's supposed to be opened. And so they gave that to uh, President Moon at the ceremony. Really cool. Um, speaking of President Moon, he ha- um, his uh, spokesperson, uh, uh, Kang Min Sok, uh, had a briefing on Sunday and talked about how President Moon really likes BTS. He's a big fan. He likes their songs. Um, and he's even praised BTS to top officials from other countries. Um, one of the things that he said uh, that I thought was really funny is he said sometimes it's hard to follow the lyrics from some of the K-pop bands, but he's able to follow the lyrics of BTS songs. Also, he really likes their dancing. So, President Moon is an army like the rest of us. So, I thought that was really cool. But, again, I'll have a link in the show notes to the speech that they gave at the First Youth Day. Um, Definitely uplifting. Definitely recommend that you watch it. Next story. BTS to perform on NPR. If you're not from the United States, you may not know what NPR is. It's National Public Radio, and they have something called the Tiny Desk Concert. Now, their their main studio is in Washington, D.C., and um, they have this ongoing concert series where artists come to D.C. and they've got, you know, a desk. When they say tiny desk, they're not kidding. There's like, it's like in the middle of the NPR offices and, you know, on two sides are these huge bookshelves full of stuff. And then there's a little desk and people, you know, artists will stand there and they will perform an acoustic set that is then played on NPR. It's also posted on YouTube. So this is a big deal. This, you know, allows artists to be um, discovered by people who would maybe not normally hear their music. Um, it's also a, a good recognition that you're you're making a mark in American music to be asked to be on the show. And NPR had said earlier this year that they had really wanted BTS to be on uh, to do a tiny desk concert, but you know, then the the tour got postponed because of the stupid pandemic, and that was the last anybody had heard about it. Well, it turns out that NPR has been doing they call it tiny desk home concerts, which is you know they're basically asking people to do these acoustic sets where they are and send them to NPR to play. So we found out. Um, maybe 24 hours ago, that on Monday, September 21st, which is tomorrow, BTS is going to perform a Tiny Desk home concert on NPR. This is a huge, huge deal. Because even if they're not heard on the radio, of course, NPR, again, National Public Radio, played on stations of across the country. There are NPR stations all over the place. So 
even if they're not heard on NPR radio. Lots and lots of people are subscribed to that YouTube channel. They watch the videos of the Tiny Desk concerts, so that gives them another segment of the population to uh, be uh, to, to to find their music. So definitely, this is a really great opportunity for BTS. Um, lots of just incredible. Tiny Desk concerts have occurred in the past. Um, again, I can't, I cannot, just I cannot overstate how important this is. Um, in addition, in case you are not familiar with Tiny Desk concerts, um, a lot of people on Twitter today were posting like their top five. Um, so I'm going to suggest five. I'm not going to say they're my top five because I haven't watched all of them. There's like over 800. I mean, that's how many. There's tons of them. But these are ones that I have watched in the past that I have found that, you know, I have watched multiple times because I liked them so much. Okay, so here are my five recommendations. Links to all these will be in the show notes. First recommendation, Lizzo. Last year, she did a Tiny Desk concert. By the way, not safe for work language on this. So, you know, might want to use your headphones. We'll watch it at home, maybe. But awesome. So good. So good. Um, Lizzo has a voice that just does not stop. She is so good. And she definitely showed off her voice in a number of ways in that Tiny Desk concert. So definitely recommend that one. Uh, The next one um, I recommend is The Civil Wars. This is from 2011. If you don't know who they are, they were an Americana um, duo. And my heart breaks every day that they broke up because they are incredible. I love The Civil Wars. And so in this Tiny Desk concert you see everything that made them a great duo. Unfortunately, that fell completely apart. But at least for the Tiny Desk concert in 2011, they were still, you know, really there together musically. So, excellent, excellent, excellent Tiny Desk concert. Uh, The next one is related to this because it is John Paul White, who is... One half of the former Civil Wars. Now, this one's for 2016. He had released a solo album. That was excellent solo album, by the way. He is someone I've seen live. And he's amazing live. And this Tiny Desk concert, it's just awesome. You get a great taste of what he is like live in concert and it's just his songwriting and his singing are just so beautiful definitely want to check that one out uh next this one was uh in 2011 as well is adele but this uh adele's tiny desk concert from 2011 so good um it shows you the side to her 
before um, she was huge, huge. I mean, she was pretty popular at that point already, but nothing like she was, say, for the the 21 and the 25 albums. So great Tiny Desk concert. And then the last one I want to recommend is the Avent Brothers from from 2009. Avent Brothers are another Americana act. Love the Avent Brothers. I have seen the Avent Brothers a bunch live, um, including Red Rocks out in Colorado. Best, the best concert venue I've ever been to. Amazing. Red Rocks is a it's a bucket list. You got to add it to your bucket list. It's that amazing. Um, Avent Brothers, like I said, tw- uh, 2009 was about the time that they released um, I Am Loving You, which, awesome album. And, uh, you know, we got the four guys. They're there and they're performing and they're really, really presenting their music so well in such a, you know, a small, intimate setting. And, if you have not heard the Avid Brothers, here is your chance. This is a band that is still recording and still touring. Unlike the poor Civil Wars. <laughs> I have to be sad about the Civil Wars again for a second. Avid Brothers, though, still recording, still touring. Um, check out 20... Uh, I keep wanting to say 2009 because I'm used to saying 2020. But from 2009, this uh, Tiny Desk concert, most excellent. So, again, I'll have a link to these five that I'm recommending to you in the show notes, btsthisweek.com. Final story. Uh, Map of the Soul 1 details have been released. So, um, earlier this year, when the Bang PD did the, the community briefing, part of the community briefing talked about a Map of the Soul online concert. Um, that it was going to have a live component for people to attend it with social distancing and all the COVID uh, restrictions. Um, so there'd be people who'd be able to see it live in Korea and then the rest of us around the world could live stream it and we'd finally get to see the Map of the Soul 7 songs in con- you know, the concert. Um, so... This week, the details of that were released. Of course, we already knew it was going to be the um, two days. I want to say 10th and 11th. I didn't write it down. Uh, October. And so what they've done is, again, it's going to be two days. uh, October 10th and 11th. And... um, In addition to the live streaming of the concert, yeah, it is 10th and 11th, by the way, I just checked. Uh, In addition to the live stream of the concert, they are doing an online exhibition. Um, Of course, these are all video on demand, so you have to buy a ticket. Um, But, you know, the way they have... The tickets on sale, which they are already on sale, by the way, on uh, Weaver's shop, is that you can buy one day or the second day, 
are both days with or without the exhibition. And the exhibition is a virtual exhibition that sounds like, if you recall, there was an exhibition a couple of years ago in in Korea. Uh, you know, you could go to and see all these the the history and all these pictures of BTS. I think it's a kind of an online experience like that. Uh, it's what it sounds like to me anyway. Uh, but the uh, the pay per view video on demand uh, is already for sale on Weaver's shop. And the price range uh, for high def, uh, a high def one day ticket is forty four dollars uh, fifty five cents, uh, U.S. dollars that is, and it range ranges to high def two days, both days of the concert plus the exhibition is ninety dollars and eighty nine cents U.S. Uh, there was a 4K option that was just for fan club members, but those have already sold out. So all that's available now is HD. Now, when you go to Weaver Shop, you have to go to Weaver Shop Global. It's not available on the U.S. or the Japan shop, so you have to do Weaver's Global. Um, like I said, um, the 4K fan club only tickets are already sold out, but the, the high-def tickets are still available. Um, you just have to go and decide which one you're going to buy. Um, I decided to go with both days plus the exhibition um, because it wasn't really that much more to do both days without it, it you know, or that much less to do both days without the exhibition. So I just went ahead and did that. Um, by the way, what you need to know about the exhibition is that it's once you enter it, you can only view it for 24 hours. After 24 hours, you can't view it anymore. So make sure when you enter it, you've got plenty of time to go through it and look. Also, another thing to keep in mind is the concert live streams. You know, usually if you buy a live stream, you get video on demand, uh, you know, available as part of that later on. Uh, that's not going to be a case for these. These, All you're getting is the live stream. You will not get video on demand at a later date. So definitely don't want to forget to watch because if you do, you're not going to be able to see it probably unless you buy a DVD. Um, but definitely um, go and, and purchase that. If you uh, pre- I would say pre-order. I mean, it's the only way you can get them. If you buy the online streaming, uh, there is a ticket, paper ticket. It's basically a photo card uh, that you can order later. It's not available yet, but it will be. Uh, so definitely keep your eye out for that so that you can order it when it's available. Um, the final little chunk of information was released tonight. Basically, they're going to have an, they're calling it Army Online, and it's a fan event where, while you're, this is the best way I know to explain it, it's while you're watching the live stream, you've got another thing, like another phone or another computer, that's filming you, and it's kind of like a, 
really large web conference. It's filming you and it's showing you at the concert venue in a big screen. So you can sign up. Okay, first of all, you have to be in the Army fan club. Uh, you have to have bought a ticket. And then you have to go and sign up for a raffle. If you sign up for the raffle, you have to pick one of the two days if you've bought the two-day pass. So, for instance, I bought a two-day pass, so I selected the tent as my day that I was going to enter the raffle. So, you have until uh, 11.59 p.m. Korea Standard Time on the 27th to enter the raffle. Uh, on the 28th at 8 p.m. Korea Standard Time, winners will be announced through the Weaver Shop. Thing to keep in mind, too, there's a huge document, you know, there's a, a ton of information to read about this raffle. So one thing to keep in mind, though, is that if you enter the raffle, one of the things that they tell you is that there's going to be kind of, there's going to be a sound check that will be before the date of the actual concert, and you have to be willing to be online for that. If you can't be online for that, you can't be part of the final concert. Uh, meaning, not that you can't watch it on your, you know, video on demand that you bought, or your live stream that you bought, excuse me, but that if you don't show up for the sound check, you cannot do the Army on Air. So, a lot of details um, on the Weaver shop. Uh, you know, just to sign up for the raffle is fairly straightforward. Um, and basically, you just, you know, have to wait now. So, again, you've got to the 27th, uh, 11.59 p.m. Korea Standard Time to enter the raffle. And winners will be announced the next day. So, Good luck if you sign up, and definitely if you're a listener and you win the raffle, I would love to, after it's over, interview you about your experience. So definitely keep that in mind, too. If you enter the raffle and you win, please let me know, because I would love to interview you afterwards. Okay, so next week, tons of stuff to go over for next week. All right. On Monday, September 21st, Learn Korean with BTS episode 29 will be released. That'll be at 9 p.m. Korean Standard Time. Uh, the NPR Tiny Desk Concert will be at 10 p.m. Korean Standard Time. Uh, also, Monday the 21st. Now, if you're in the United States, though, it's 9 a.m. on the 21st. So, Monday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern Time is when you have to listen or uh, watch YouTube. If you want to see, if you want to see the premiere, it'll be on YouTube afterwards. Don't get me wrong, uh, but its initial premiere on YouTube will be at 9 a.m. Eastern, uh, 10 p.m. 9 a.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Korea Standard Time. Uh, on Tuesday, September 22nd, uh, in the soup BTS uh, behind the scenes photos will be released at 2 p.m. Korea Standard Time. And the behind-the-scenes video will be released at 9 p.m. Korea Standard Time. On Wednesday the 23rd, uh, In the Soup, Episode 6, 
will air on JTBC at 11 p.m. Korean Standard Time. Also, uh, Samsung Galaxy S20 Fan Edition. And I don't know if that's a new phone or what that might be, but it's some kind of announcement that'll also be at 11 p.m. Korea Standard Time. Thursday the 24th at midnight Korea Standard Time is when In the Soup BTS Episode 6 will be posted on Weverse. Don't forget, Weverse uh, version of the show is longer than the version shown on JTBC. So you definitely want to get the package and watch it on Weverse if you can because, again, the episodes are longer. Um, also, on Thursday the 24th, um, at 8.30 a.m. Korea Standard Time, uh, the Korean American Community Foundation 2020 Annual Gala. We talked about that a few episodes ago. BTS is being recognized, you know, for, you know, bringing together cultures, basically. Uh, and the, uh, the award ceremony is in the United States. So, in the U.S., it'll, it'll happen on Wednesday, September 23rd at 7.30 Eastern. Um, that's at night, by the way, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. But in Korean uh, Korean time, that's 24th, which is Thursday, at 8.30 a.m. So um, I do not know that that's going to be online. I have not heard yet. Uh, if it is, uh, I'll tweet it, and I'll post it on the Facebook page. Also on Thursday, um, two releases. Uh, BTS Universe Story Game will be released. If you pre... It's not really a pre-order because it's free. Um, but if you pre-signed up for the game, uh, you will get some kind of extra widget or something in the game when you download it. But it uh, will be available on Thursday. Also on Thursday, Love Yourself, Speak Yourself in London DVD will be released. On Saturday, September 26th, is when the Dynamite Choreography Music Video is supposed to be released. That'll happen at 9 a.m. Korea Standard Time. On Sunday the 27th, a lot duty-free family virtual concert will be held. That'll be at 5 p.m. Korea Standard Time. Um, if you've done the sign-ups online to get a virtual ticket, um, I assume we'll hear something this week. I haven't seen anything come through on my email yet, but hopefully... Uh, we'll all hear something this, this coming week. But that'll be on Sunday the 27th. And then also on Sunday the 27th at 11.59 p.m. is when, uh, Korea time, is when the Army on Air raffle signups end. So a lot next week. Um, it's just been amazing. I mean, it's just this whole dynamite... <laughs> Era, I don't know if you can call it era, but the Dynamite era has been amazing. And, you know, this past week was my second anniversary as an Army. So, I've been Army two years now. And I thought when I became an Army, I was coming in late, you know, that, you know, they were already huge. And, you know, you want to be a part of, you know, you want to be a part of something. And I'm just like, well, I'm miss that boat but I still love their music so I'm gonna I'm gonna you know be a fan 
but it turns out that there was so much more to help them accomplish. And so it's been awesome. This has been an awesome few weeks for me, uh, as I know it has been for every, all the armies. So um, definitely keep up the good work because it's not just the U.S. that's doing well. You know, like I said, U.K. is still charting. It's done real well in India. I mean, it's just doing well everywhere. So just keep up the good work. So last word. The last word is not my word. Um, in British Vogue this week, they had a message that BTS wrote for the fans. Um, they said it was a letter written exclusively for the magazine. And in the letter, they talk about how hard it's been to deal with and navigate a world that's in pandemic. You know, they had grand plans for this year that would have been awesome, would have been amazing, that they've had to completely give up. And maybe there are some people that don't feel too sympathetic because, oh, they're just rich people and they still have money and whatever. But, you know, they do what they do because they love music and they, they love performing. And when they don't get to do such a large chunk of what they love, that's, you know... That's hard for a person, you know. Um, we've all faced a lot of hardship because of this pandemic. You know, there's people who've been sick, people who've lost loved ones. Uh, there are people who, you know, are basically housebound because they can't get sick. Because if they get it, you know, they've got a pre-existing condition or they're on a medication that'll make them very, very sick. Um and all of us have had to give up something. This has been an awful year. And there's no way around it. There's just they just been an awful year. Um, but I want to read you a little bit from the letter. Okay. Okay, first the first part I want to read. We still think about our February album, Map of the Soul 7, and how dearly we wished we could have performed on, on stage, among blaring cheers, blazing lights, thunderous drums, and the shouts of tens of thousands singing along. We put in our all, and our fans would have loved it. We share with the world these feelings of disappointment, loss, and void. We understand the difficulties even if we cannot fathom their depth. Regardless, we stand with you. So like I said, they're like the rest of us. Everyone has given up something because of this pandemic. Everyone's had to change their life dramatically in ways they hadn't expected. And so... You know, when does when, eventually, it's got to get better. It's got to at some point. 
But when? No one knows yet. But this is basically their... This, this, this next quote is basically, I think, the gist of what they've been trying to tell us through dynamite. We, BTS, are just seven young men growing and learning like everyone else in the world. But we wish to tell you, hope is everywhere. Keep going. And like I said, I think that's what they're trying to do with Dynamite. They've said over and over again, it's a song to help people feel some happiness in what has been a dark year. And I don't know a soul that hears that song that doesn't feel a little better afterwards. You know, it's not going to change it. You know, it's not going to completely change your life. It's not going to cure COVID. But sometimes all you need is to feel better for a few minutes. And this song does that. And so that can mean the world to somebody. And BTS has done that for people. So I hope they know that. And I think once this is over, once this COVID is over, it's going to be awesome for all of us ARMY to get together again. We're just, you know, counting the days, y'all. Because it will be over eventually. It will be. Okay, so uh, where you can find out about BTS this week? You can subscribe for free at Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Deezer, Radio Public, and Ghana. I have mentioned a few times that... I've mentioned a few times that the show notes are available at btsthisweek.com. Of course, that's where you find the show notes for this episode and every other episode over the last year and nine months, maybe about close to a year and a half. Um, this is actually officially episode 89, so pretty cool. There's also a BTS This Week Twitter, which is... BTS This Week, and an Instagram, which is BTS This Week. Finally, there's a Facebook page. Uh, There'll be a link to it in the show notes. Uh, You like the page, and I post a lot of links to some of the stuff that I talk about in the podcast at the end of the week. If you want to talk to me, uh, there's two ways to do that. You can tweet me, uh, BTS Mama Bear. Uh, I am on Twitter a lot. So, uh, your other option is to go to btsthisweek.com, use the uh, contact us form, and send me an email. And then finally, I have a YouTube channel, BTS Mama Bear, uh, where I post mostly unboxing videos. Um, and I will probably do one when I get my 
Love Yourself, Speak Yourself in London DVD. So uh, that should be coming up fairly soon. So I hope you have an awesome week. You need to stay safe and stay healthy. I purple you. You are awesome. You are valuable and needed in this world. And if anybody tells you any different, they don't know what they're talking about. So stay safe. You know, if you don't have to go out, stay home. If you have to go out, wear a mask. Keep your hands away from your face. And use hand sanitizer and wash your hands a lot. We don't want you to get COVID because we're all going to party down once this COVID stuff's done. You got to be there. So anyway, so have a great week. I purple you. Um, Stream Dynamite. I'll talk to you in seven days.